Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Wednesday afternoon. It is, uh, it is definitely mid-afternoon. Um, I'm a bit late, but Wednesday, December the 23rd, I wish you every joy and blessing as we count down now, not the days, but the hours until the, the incarnation that we celebrate God's presence within and among us and all of creation, how good that is. So, um, again, just going to follow along uh, this wonderful story in Luke uh, and, uh, and go upon yesterday. So, again, we started Sunday with the Annunciation and the Archangel Gabriel coming to Mary. Then Mary uh, goes to Elizabeth on Monday. And uh, so the, the Annunciation was Sunday. Mary visits Elizabeth on Monday, and the child leaps in her womb. And then yesterday, Mary proclaims the Magnificat. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. Oh, my soul magnifies the Lord. So good. And, uh, and we are going to pick up immediately preceding that gospel yesterday. So Luke 1, 57 to 66. Let's continue to break open God's word. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the time arrived for Elizabeth to have her child, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown his great mercy toward her, and they rejoiced with her. When they came on the eighth day to circumcise the child, they were going to call him Zechariah after his father. But his mother said in reply, No, he will be called John. But they answered her, There is no one among your relatives who has this name. So they made signs, asking his father what he wished him to be called. He asked for a tablet and wrote, John is his name. And all were amazed. Immediately his mouth was opened, his tongue freed, and he spoke, Blessing God. Then fear came upon all their neighbors, and all these matters were discussed throughout the hill country of Judea. All who heard these things took them to heart, saying, What then will this child be? For surely the hand of the Lord was with him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, isn't that so rich? Again, there's, it's just so, so beautiful. There's so much in God's Word. It is great. So, okay, yesterday, remember, the last thing we heard after Mary proclaims the Magnificat is it says Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three months. Remember, the Archangel Gabriel had told Mary that Elizabeth was six months pregnant. We celebrate the feast, the nativity of John the Baptist on June the 24th, of course, six months before the the, um, arrival of Christ. And, uh, And she was already six months pregnant. And so seemingly Mary went to the hill country of Judea and stayed with Elizabeth until the child was born. And then, uh, and so we, she would have been present at, at this, uh, at this event, seemingly anyway, and uh, would have left afterward. But, but it, I love it because it's, 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 it's almost like a funny, it's almost like a parody. And, and I think it's okay to read it that way. So here's Elizabeth. Uh, having her child, neighbors and relatives all hear the, the, about God's great mercy, and they rejoice with her. Wonderful. 
But then they are going to circumcise the child. And they were going to call him Zechariah after his father, like the neighbors and the, the extended family. Now, when it says family, remember, this is, you know, not just, you know, brothers and sisters of, of Elizabeth and Zechariah. We're talking cousins, aunts, uncles, mother-in-laws, father-in-laws, everybody. I mean, family was extended family. And because Zechariah wasn't talking, they all decided they were going to name him Zechariah after his father. Not because he wasn't talking, just because. Because he didn't say what the name was going to be. So finally they get around to saying, oh, Elizabeth, what are you going to name him? Uh, we're going to name him Zechariah. And she says, no, he's going to be called John. Well, you'd think that would pacify them and say, huh, that's weird. Okay. But they answered her, there's no one among your relatives who has this name. Clearly, you don't know what you're talking about. So we're all going to Zechariah to ask him what he should be called because we have this idea. And Zechariah asks for a tablet and writes, John is his name. And all were amazed. <laughs> what? All were amazed that you didn't get to name a child that is not yours? But again, I don't want to quash the tradition of the elders. But it's just so funny to me. Um, like they were going to take that upon themselves. Didn't matter what the mother who just gave birth wants to give the name. Does, you know, I guess Zechariah, okay, John is his name. He wrote it on a tablet. I guess we got to do it. But again, so I think that part is funny. And again, it shows the, 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 what family means and, and just the rejoicing and, and, you know, we're going to take over here type of deal. And we've all been there, right? We've all been there for better and worse. But I think the beautiful part about how Elizabeth and Zechariah both are faithful to God and they're faithful to the Archangel Gabriel, who, as you recall, met Zechariah in the temple and said, this is what's going to happen. I mean, very similar to how he met Mary. Um, but Zechariah questioned, seemingly, even though the question sounds the same, questioned, how's this going to happen? My wife's pretty darn old, you know, us getting pregnant. Um, and that's why his mouth was, uh, he was made mute for those nine months. But the fact that they were both faithful to saying, listen, we're being faithful to what the Archangel Gabriel, to what God has invited us into. His name will not be named after me. He's going to be named after John. Um, and, uh, oh gosh, I, I just, I should, I had brought up my, my baby name book as to what John means. Uh, my guess is it's a, a herald, proclaimer is what it means. Because again, remember, it's in the name. Jesus will be, Jesus, well, Jesus will be his name because uh, the Lord is our salvation. Because God saves. Because it's in his name. My guess is John had to be the name because he is proclaiming. He's going before. He's doing the first work. Which leads me to my point for this one. Not just the parody. Not just the, the let's, let's look at their faithfulness. Um, and that faithfulness frees Zechariah, which I'll talk about in a second. But that whole idea that God knows what we need and he goes before us. You know, Zechariah and Elizabeth, I am sure for years were praying for a child, but it just never happened. And I don't think Zechariah, or excuse me, God looked and said, oh, they need a child. Let's just go to them and we'll give them one and call them John. 
I think God was thinking much deeper things, and I know you do too. He was looking not only at the need of that generation of Israel, he was looking at the need of of Israel itself for generations. He had this plan in place years before and waited for the proper moment and the proper couple and the proper time uh, to enter into humanity and say, here's what we're going to Here's what I'm inviting you to. And again, how, how uh, this last weekend we heard of the Annunciation that all of heaven had to hold its breath when, when Gabriel came to Mary and, and proposed the plan and said, you, you, this is all about you, okay? You will, you know, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and you will uh, be pregnant so they can say that the child is God's child and you will name him Jesus. And then heaven held its breath until she said Yes. The same thing had to be happening with Zechariah in the temple. Even if he was wondering what's going on, they had to submit to that. But my friends, you know, it's, it's like Jesus in the resurrection. Sorry, I'm bopping all over the place here. But it's like Jesus in the resurrection. When he rises and he comes out and he greets the women at the tomb, I believe this is in Mark's gospel. Uh, he says to the women, go and tell uh, my friends, the disciples, to go back to Galilee, and I will go before them and be present, and they will meet me there. Different than the other Gospels where they come out and they see him, or he comes into the, to the room uh, and says, peace be with you, like John's Gospel. But no, he goes ahead of them and meets them in Galilee. That's what Jesus, that's what God, our God is doing here. He knows the need of Israel and he goes ahead of him, ahead of them, uh, and, and says, okay, uh, here's the couple, Zechariah and, and Elizabeth. I'm going to invite them in. Okay, there's the one that I conceived without sin. I'm going to invite her in. It's not only true then, brothers and sisters, that he goes ahead and he knows what the needs of Israel. He knows what the needs of humanity is. He knows what your need is. He knows what mine is. Needs that I don't even know I have yet, but I may know them tomorrow. And you know what? God is already there. He goes ahead of us. And he is there preparing that way that we don't even know we're going to go on, that we don't even know we need. But that's how good our God is. He goes ahead of us to Galilee. He went ahead of the Hebrew people and brought John through the yes of Zechariah and Elizabeth, through the yes of Mary and Joseph. He brought Jesus. And what does that do when Zechariah and Elizabeth are both um, faithful to what uh, Gabriel had invited them into? Zechariah's tongue is freed. And did he curse God? Was he angry at God and say, dang it, you, you kept me mute for nine months. The first thing he said, hey, listen, I'm hungry. Give me something to eat. The first thing he did was spoke blessing. Of, he spoke blessing God. And if we were going to do the gospel tomorrow, not the gospel tomorrow night. Remember, tomorrow night's gospel. Once sundown hits, that's Christmas. That's vigil. But if we were going to do the gospel during the day, it would be the canticle of Zechariah, which is gorgeous. Again, those religious, our priests, our deacons that pray the daily prayer, that pray the office, the divine office. Uh, the canticle of Zechariah is the morning prayer. Lauds, but vespers, it is uh, the canticle of Mary, the Magnificat. So he spoke blessing God.
Last thing I'll say. Then fear came upon all their neighbors, and all these matters were discussed throughout the hill country of Judea, because one, they named him John, which none of the relatives were going to be in there like, whoa, that must mean something. Again, I wish I knew the name, the meaning of the name, so I could explain that to you right here. But two, because his tongue was freed, and he spoke blessing God. So they knew this meant something. These events were big. And all who heard these things took them to heart, saying, what then will this child be? For surely the hand of the Lord was with him. You know, there's a story, and I don't know if it's apocryphal or not. I don't know if it's true or or just legend. But there was a story of a teacher uh, in a class who every day, this teacher, she would go before the class and she would bow before them. And some people finally looked at her and said, why do you do that? Why are you bowing before these children? And she looked at them and said, I'm bowing before their possibility. I don't know what they will grow up to be. I love that, that image and that idea. That's what the people are doing before John. They don't know what he's going to be, but they're bowing before that possibility that says, God is here somehow. And we see that. And we're going to keep an eye on this one because he's going to grow up to be something special. Would we do that to other people? Would we do that to our children and our friends and our nephews and our nieces and bow before them out of the the possibility of what they will be, what they are now, the presence of God within them? Because you know what? Sometimes then we become that which is expected of us, both for good and bad. And John certainly grew up uh, to be every bit what they expected, the herald. This is so good. God goes before us, my friends. He went before the Hebrew people and invited Zechariah and Elizabeth into it, Mary and Joseph, and he saved humanity through them and prepared the way for us. He goes before you and I now because he knows what our needs are tomorrow and next week and next year. Our God is that good. He goes before us to Galilee. May we trust in the faithful, the faithfulness of God, just like Zechariah did. And may that bring freedom, and may we bless God when we see that happening. Let's pray. I invite you again. Let's bring our intentions before our Blessed Mother and uh, invite her uh, to walk with us. Uh, with these needs as well. And so we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The third joyful mystery, uh, the birth of Christ, the incarnation. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, have the most wonderful Christmas. Celebrate God's gift and presence in your midst and celebrate it with those you love. I will be taking off the rest of this week, won't be here tomorrow or Friday, I am off next week, but I plan to visit, and I'll probably do a few um, podcasts next week. I don't know when. I won't say Monday, Wednesday, Friday, because that will just kind of lock me in. So expect a few next week uh, as the Spirit does move, and uh, we'll be together. So blessed uh, Christmas to you. Blessed Feast of the Holy Family this weekend.